0: This episode is brought to you by Meerkat Village. Being a special needs parent often requires a superhuman ability to manage a ton of different things all at once. Between work, school, doctor's appointments, therapies, our own self-care, and anything else life can throw at us, it can be tough to manage all this stuff. And don't even get me started on trying to keep everyone communicating with each other because that seems to be impossible sometimes. But Meerkat Village can help. They say it takes a village, and this is especially true for special needs families. Meerkat Village is a platform for Android and iOS that helps to keep everyone in your village communicating and coordinating their efforts to support your child. Whether you're tracking a child's progress at school or brainstorming new strategies to help with behavioral concerns, Meerkat Village helps everyone stay connected and on the same page. It's all done inside one easy to use, HIPAA and FERPA compliant app. For more information, visit MeerkatVillage.com. That's M E E R K A T V I L L A G E.com. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski. As a single dad to three amazing autistic kids, I've been the go-to resource for parents across the globe navigating neurodivergence since 2010. Building on the success of my award-winning blog, The Autism Dad, this podcast provides parents raising autistic or neurodivergent kids with comfort, community, resources, and validation. You'll also hear inspiring stories from parents just like you, reminding you that you're not alone. So don't miss out. New episodes drop every Monday and Wednesday. Subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app and visit theautismdad.com for more information. On this week's episode of the Autism Dad podcast, I sat down with my youngest son, Emmett. Emmett is 15 and he's autistic and he absolutely loves to share his thoughts, feelings, and opinions, especially when it's on the podcast. So what I thought I would do today is kind of take on two topics with him. One is about how, how parents communicate with their kids, right? Like, If you're going through something as an adult, you know, how, how do you talk to your kids about that? Is it something that you should talk to your kids about? You know, a lot of times I think we feel like we're shielding our kids from adult problems, but sometimes they know something's going on. And when we, we are less forthcoming with them, it just creates more anxiety uh, and turmoil in their life. And, you know, Emmett has a whole bunch of uh, thoughts on this. And so we'll talk about that. And then we're also going to have a conversation about self-care because, you know, so many of us feel guilty about taking time away from our kids in order to put back into ourselves, right? To make ourselves a priority. And so I thought that I would have a conversation with Emmett about that and ask what he thinks about me taking time away from them in order to put back into me, whether it's going to the gym or having a personal life outside of the house. Uh, How does that make him feel? Does he feel like I am taking too much time away from them or, or does he support that? Like, what does he think and feel? And I think this is important guys, because a lot of times we assume what our kids might be thinking and feeling. And if we just asked them, we might be surprised at what they have to say. So I hope that you guys find this inspiring and insightful. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Uh, enjoy the conversation. Remit is back today. And if you want to know what Remit means, it's Robin Emmett.
1: It's our team names. No, it's not. It is. No, is. it's not. I was not given a uh, explanation prior to this, so don't trust him. <laughs> Remit. <laughs> no. You get you get the bigger part of it. Doesn't matter. It sounds like something a frog makes. It sounds like a sound a frog makes.
0: Robin mint.
1: No. Robit?
0: No. Rob. No. I don't know. Anyhow, Emmett and I are back, and we are going to. Uh have a conversation with you guys about self-care. But we're going to do this a little bit differently. I preach about self-care all the time, right? Like if you follow me at all, you've heard me talk about this. Like I will beat that horse dead into the ground (laughs) and I will die on the hill of self-care because it's just that important. Uh, But one of the challenges that I think parents have with self-care is that feeling of guilt associated with kind of looking at self-care as like taking away from their kids in order to do something for themselves, and uh, so Emmett and I are going to have a conversation about what he thinks about that, and you know what his thoughts are on me taking time for myself, even if it takes me out of the house and away from them for a period of time. So Emmett, thanks for being here. I appreciate you clearing your schedule. No problem. I noticed that you are uh slingless at the moment yeah how How's that going?
1: Pretty good.
0: Arm is still feeling okay, yeah. All right, so he's allowed to take his arm out of his sling um, for a little bit right now, just to kind of like loosen up his shoulder a little bit and his uh, his elbow, and then we go in about a week to get a follow up X ray to see if his arm is healed enough that he doesn't have to wear the sling anymore. So, Yay. I know he's excited about that because it's been a it's been a rough month. Yeah. Are you done fidgeting around?
1: I'm not fidgeting. You,
0: yeah, you are absolutely fidgeting. No, I'm not. You can you just sit there? No. Because why? <laughs> because you're fidgeting.
1: No, because I'm moving around.
0: <laughs> you're fidgety. That's no. what that means. No. That's what that's that's exactly what it means. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Agree to disagree, or agree that I'm right and you can just be wrong. Does that work? No. So <laughs> all right, so let's talk about self care, okay, and one of the reasons why I think you have become more keenly aware of self care is you and I went on a work trip to South Carolina, yeah, earlier this year, and we were sitting down recording a podcast interview with uh Tara and Lauren, yeah, and I slipped up <laughs> and mentioned during that interview that I had just sort of clawed my way out of a really, really bad period of burnout. And I sort of forgot that you were there or that, or that you weren't aware of that until the look you shot across the table could have (laughs) killed me. Like if looks can kill, man, the look that he gave me in that moment was like, and I, and I had to, we had to, we had a long talk on the way home. Uh, from yeah. South Carolina, because you just wouldn't let that go. Um, so when you found out that I had been really struggling and just was trying, was kind of keeping that from you guys, how did you, how did you feel about that? Because I don't know that we ever talked about it from that perspective before.
1: Uh, no, we didn't. But, uh, with the amount of times that I had asked you, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I feel like, uh, you probably should have told me something was wrong, considering the amount of times I asked you.
0: Um, okay, from my perspective, in the moment <laughs> that you asked me that, um, over and over and over, I mean, and he he's right. I mean, he, he I mean, we have to almost, like, have a whole conversation about that at some point. But, you know, Emmett, Emmett very consistently asks me if I'm okay throughout the day. If he is awake, Uh, (laughs) odds are he has asked me if I was okay at least one time in probably a 15 or 20 minute period of time. He just, (laughs) he very, he very conscientiously makes sure that I'm okay all the time. And you have sort of been that way since the divorce really. Um, because he, I think you kind of were very worried about me during that period of time. And so it just became sort of this thing. Um, but yes, I would tell you that I'm okay every time you would ask me
1: that, and that was a lie. It well, well okay, don't cover it up. It was a lie. It,
0: okay, but but you have to understand. Not, you blatantly <laughs>
1: lied to my face. Okay, but here's
0: here's the <laughs> thing. As a, as a parent, like as your dad, my uh, my <laughs> concern was was making you guys worry about me
1: how could I worry more than I already was okay
0: well see I, I right I'm not saying <laughs> that it's necessarily logical from my end but my my intention was to shield you guys as much as possible from grown up things right and the the stuff that I was going through really had nothing to do with you guys it was more about like my own mental health and you know, what I was struggling to to deal with. And I was masking it pretty well. You know, I mean, nobody knew how much I was struggling until they did. Like I hit a wall and, and I still managed to mostly keep that from you guys until I slipped up and
1: told you about it when we were in the interview. Let me tell you something. I knew something was wrong, but you wouldn't tell me. And I don't know why. Because I was trying to protect you.
0: From what? From knowing that, I guess. I mean, I guess it it really doesn't make any
1: sense. It doesn't. (sighs) You make this big speech about us, like, always telling you what's wrong in our lives, but you don't give us that same courtesy? Well,
0: because there's a different dynamic there, Mr. Emmett. I mean, you're right, and it is a double standard, sort of, that I (laughs) get the longer stick on, but... I, I think that as parents, we try very hard not to make our kids experience our problems. And while you, you may have picked up on like something was wrong. I I was not, I was trying very hard not to have it interfere or spill over or impact you guys in any negative way. Why? Because I love you and, and life has been hard enough. It's been hard enough for you guys and you don't need, at the time, I felt like the last thing in the world you needed to, to do was worry about me.
1: Here's the thing. If okay. we can pick up that something is wrong with you and you don't like, you feel like you can't tell us, that's just going to make us worry about you more than you actually telling I, and us. I,
0: and I get that now. I get that now. But I, but I, in the moment, again, I was in a very bad place and all I was trying to do was number one, survive it and, and B, not have it impact you guys. And in hindsight, I think I could have handled it differently.
1: Just a little bit. A a
0: little bit. And, but, but at the same time though, I, I do think that it's important that we, we shield our kids from adult problems. You know, I mean, you you didn't need to know, like, the depth that I was struggling. You know, that that wasn't something that you guys needed to worry about.
1: No, but you still could have said, well, you know what? I'm not doing the best right now, but I'll be okay. But you just said, I'm okay. I'm doing great.
0: Well, I don't always... Well, and there are times... And so here's the other thing. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Here Here's the other thing. There are times... When you would ask me if I was okay and I was doing okay, because it wasn't like a a like a constant low point for me. It was just the sort of the status quo was a lot lower for me than than what it typically would have been. Like my default setting was depressed and anxious and but there were times where I was doing really good, I felt really good. And so you would ask me and and there are times that I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm doing really good, you know because I, I was, I mean, honestly. Um, but you're right. I I could have in hindsight, I could have, I could have approached that in a different way. And I could have let you know, like, look, I'm having kind of a rough time right now, but it's going to be okay. Um, I don't want you to worry about it. It has nothing to do with you guys. It's just sort of, I'm just kind of having a period of, of struggle. And it's something that we all go through because Again, in hindsight, I could have modeled um, like, a, like, like a way to deal with that for you guys. I could have shown you like, look, it's okay to struggle. And this is what we're going to do to get out of it. This is how we're going to reach out for help. This is what I'm going to do to work through it. And it's important that you tell people when you're struggling.
1: And another thing is uh, when I see something is wrong with you, and you say, everything's all right. How do I know you're telling the truth now?
0: Uh, we, we go through that all the time too now. So I get that. <laughs> I get it. Right. But, but it was not done. Like I wasn't trying to... It like, wasn't
1: done out of malice. Yeah.
0: I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to just lie to Emmett because whatever. It was, I, I did it to protect you. What I thought was protecting you. That's what yeah. it felt like I was doing. But in hindsight, and again, only because you guys are older... Right, because we're only talking earlier this year it was like november last year through i don't know like march or april of this year is when i was really in a bad place yeah and but you guys are older so i could have that conversation with you whereas like if if you guys were five or six years old you know i mean i would probably want to handle that differently yeah and i and i don't and i guess I don't need to tell you everything. I just needed to let you know that, yes, I am struggling. You're not crazy. Like, you're not picking up on something that's not there. Validate what you're feeling, basically, and and let you know that everything's going to be okay. This is what I'm doing, and, you know, I'm going to focus on working out and going to therapy or whatever it is I need to do to, to kind of work through it because we all go through hard times. That would have been a better way for me to handle it. Yeah. All right. All right. I never. I didn't actually intend for us to have this, like, in depth conversation about that, but, but I think it's important because I think parents do that and whether, whether, you know, other kids are as articulate as you or, or pick up on things, I think, especially autistic kids, they can live very sort of symbiotically with their parents. And so you feel what I feel, even if you don't know what, why, you know, like you pick up on my feelings you know, and you may not understand why I'm sad or upset or happy or whatever, but you, you know that I am. And it's one thing if I'm happy, cause you're just like, okay, that's cool. But if I'm, if you, if you're feeling like I'm sad or I'm distressed or I'm worried about something, you pick up on that. And that's something that you just like, you want to know about. Yeah. Is, is that fair? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll do better next time. Hopefully there is not a next time. Yeah. That's the goal. No next time. And that's sort of why we want to have this conversation today about self-care because it is so important. And one of the things that I hear from you as parents all the time is that you feel guilty about taking time for yourself because you feel like you're taking time away from your kids. And so I wanted to have this conversation with Emmett because I think that his perspective is one that that could really help you to kind of navigate this and think about it in a different way. This episode is brought to you by Kenjo. Kenjo, where every Roblox experience becomes not just a game, but a learning opportunity. Kenjo's mission is to turn every second your child spends on Roblox into a moment of fun and education. Beyond the thrill of the game, Kenjo motivates kids in a number of ways. By seamlessly integrating with the Roblox account, children are naturally driven towards expert-reviewed content fostering both fun and learning. Every game is meticulously evaluated on a comprehensive 500 plus point scale by a dedicated team of learning experts, educators, software engineers, user experience designers, and even parents. The games that shine in both challenge and educational value earn a flame rating, guiding players towards richer, more meaningful content. And the motivation doesn't stop there. As they play and earn, Kids are rewarded with Kenjo points, transforming achievements into real-world rewards. Kids love Kenjo for the endless fun, adventures, and rewards. Parents appreciate the insights and clarity Kenjo offers, shedding light on their child's Roblox journey and helping them make informed decisions about what their child plays inside the Roblox world. Kenjo isn't just an app. It's an evolution in the gaming world. It's where playtime meets profound learning. Kenjo Basic is absolutely free. If you're looking for deeper insights and accelerated rewards for the kiddos, check out the Kenjo Plus subscription. So dive into Kenjo where every game is a lesson and every challenge an opportunity. Join the future of gaming by visiting the forward slash Kenjo. That's the autismdad.com forward slash K-I-N-J-O and use the code the to save 10% off a Kenjo Plus subscription. So Mr. Emmett, yeah i have been very focused on self-care yeah you're very aware of that right yeah i go to the gym almost every day for a couple of hours and i spend time away from home yeah like building like my own personal life yeah how does it make you feel when i do that or do you understand why that do you understand why i go to the gym yeah why do i go to the gym
1: uh, I, I, I have, I have, I have it in my brainy parts. I just, <laughs> I need to articulate it. <laughs> in your brainy parts. Oh my
0: God. That's so stain in <laughs> good. Uh, do you mean like you understand, you understand why but yeah. it's hard for you to, do you want me to help you with that a little bit? Um, let me ask it in a different way. Why do you think I go to the gym? Like, what what, what does that? What does going to the gym do for me? It's probably a mental health thing. That's part of it for sure, yeah. And a physical health thing. Yeah. Do you want me to help sure. you out? So, I have ADHD. Yeah. That's, if you know me in real life, that doesn't surprise you. Uh, <laughs> I... Part of working out helps me to manage the ADHD. Yeah. Right. I get that dopamine hit and I can function yeah. like an adult. Um the other part of it is it helps to manage my depression and my anxiety. I struggle with anxiety and I am prone to depression. Um and and going to the gym helps me to manage that, along with like medication when I was in therapy and stuff like that. Uh when I don't go or I miss. There's a different Rob <laughs> living in his house. <laughs> He's not a fun Rob. He is grumpy and irritable because he didn't get to go to the gym. And it's it's like my it's my one thing that I do for myself that helps me to be a better parent.
1: You need to do more for myself? Yeah. I
0: do. No, I'm saying like that's the one that's like the one thing that is that is that I do for myself that comes before almost anything else. Um, and I actually, like, I literally plan my day around going to the gym. Like when I set up recording schedules, you know, for the podcast and stuff, I set it up around the time that I go to the gym because it's that important to me that I go. And I'm looking, I'm sitting here looking at the time right now as we're recording, because I know I have to get through this afternoon because i tried going this morning and they were too busy. And I I just didn't, wasn't vibing with that today. So I I am going to go when we're done with this. Um, go
1: ahead. Uh, what I was gonna say is self-care is important but how you do self-care is also a, I know it's sort of similar and it's pretty much the same thing, but I would say personally that what you need to do uh, Rob, not everyone listening, uh Did you just call me Rob? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's super to, weird. I, I don't know that I've ever heard you. you say
0: that before. You just say Wrong. dad.
1: Yeah, fair. Uh, When you, like, say you, you sit Rob. down, relax, watch a movie, mm-hmm. Uh, you, I, I can't see, I haven't seen one time mm-hmm. in like five years where you haven't watched a movie, where you haven't looked down at your cell phone at least once. Fair. And it's Very fair, either looking at posts, looking at TikTok or Instagram or whatever, or you're making a post and that's not relaxing. I know you can call it that, but it's just putting more stress on you in a situation that's supposed to be relaxing.
0: <sighs> that's fair. Uh, so, okay, that's a really good point. And, and, and it's I... like
1: everywhere we go, it's either parties or dinner or movie theater You've looked down at your phone at least once at every occasion.
0: Well, I mean, I think... Um, like, Well, most
1: people do, most people but do. for you, it's always for, work yes. or so dressed out because is this doing well when you just need to let go and relax and you can't do that for some reason?
0: Okay. I feel like I'm in a hot seat. Okay. So there is a lot of truth to what you're saying. And as much as I don't like to admit that, you're right. You're right. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't care about it because you're right. I mean, it just is what it is with like, my job is not nine to five. I know. And that. and that's, and that's, that's a problem. And it is a problem. Like people think working from home is like the best thing ever. And it, it is convenient in the in in sense that like flexible schedule, all
1: that kind of stuff. It's and, convenient once everything gets figured out.
0: Sure. And, and for me, it was born out of necessity. Like I was raising you guys by myself and there was, there was just no possible way to work outside the house. It just wasn't going to happen. And so I had to create something in order to be able to provide for you guys as best I could and, uh, be able to do that from home. And, and so there are a lot of blurred lines for me, I think, and, and a lack of structure, which is part of the ADHD stuff as I'm learning more about myself uh, I lack that structure. Time management is a thing for me. If you guys watch my reels like, or lives, whatever, I always talk about how I'm horrible with time management and go over the time limit all the time. You're right. I do. Like I, I, I have a hard time walking away from things and I am trying to implement a rigid schedule where I disconnect during certain times. It's almost painful to say <laughs> this, but you're, you're right. I mean, honestly, like all joking aside, decide you're right. You're right. But I don't feel like it's stressful for me, but just because I don't feel that doesn't mean that it isn't. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. So you would like for me to like disconnect
1: sort of like take one day off of everything where you can just sit down, relax and do nothing.
0: I'm having anxiety just
1: thinking (laughs) Thinking about about that, Just thinking
0: about that. Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) So do I. But you know what? It's amazing. Or your mental health. Because you don't have to worry about a single thing. I mean, there's still parenting and stuff you have to do. But you don't have to worry about work. You don't have to worry, like, is this, has this gotten done? Or this or that? You can just sit down, relax, enjoy a show you like, and just... That's fair. Replenish your mental stability.
0: Yeah, right? That's not a bad idea. And and I think, for me, one of the other things that I need to do... Is is really focus on setting more like rigid hours for myself. Yeah, like I work between, you know, I, I go to the gym in the morning and like I'll work between say eleven and and four or something like that mm-hmm. because like I I I can condense things into chunks of time. Just, just like it's I have control over my schedule and I could manage it. Better. Yeah,
1: because it's gone from you used to like have rigid hours like you were talking about. But now there's days you work until like twelve o'clock at night. That well that that's you know. not good for you. And then that just makes the next day so much worse. Yeah.
0: I, I hear what you're saying. Picking up what you're putting down, and you're absolutely right. And and I appreciate you saying that. Um so so kind of steering things like back to, to the original question, like as a kid Right. Is, is my child. Do yeah. You. How do you perceive when I'm taking time away to do something for myself? Do you find it like do you feel like I'm taken away from you? No. OK. Can you tell me how like wh- how you see that?
1: It's sort of like. Um, I mean, I guess I could sort of put this into terms of. Let's go with food uh, in terms of food. Um, it's sort of <laughs> like in terms of food,
0: yes, it always comes back to food with you.
1: I love food, I know you do honey, I love you. uh baking, cooking, whatever, uh but it's sort of eating like, it. yeah, well, not
0: even eating it, you're more about baking and cooking
1: yeah, yeah. um, uh, but it's sort of like if you don't give yourself that like self care that you need and you put all of your time into your kids it's sort of like giving them a half-baked cookie (laughs) they're gonna appreciate the gesture (laughs) the gesture but it's not really gonna like mean anything because it's sort of not forced but it's half-baked right yeah but if you spend that time away from your kids and you bake that cookie and you make it the best cookie you can make it then you can give that cookie to your kids and they're Gonna appreciate it so much more.
0: That's a really interesting analogy, and I I I will just clarify a couple of things. I think, um, you know, I mean, when it comes to baking, I guess right, it's the thought that counts. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's 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 sort of how I say like giving the best version of myself to you guys. Yeah. So like baking the best cookie for you in your food analogy, like it's it's if you take the time to do it. And you do it right, then the end product is so much better to yeah. give to somebody else, right? So I, I get that. And for me, taking the time to go to the gym or, uh, like, what, what? are you? What are you
1: popping? No, it's my wrist.
0: Your wrist just
1: popped. Yeah, it does, lad. I, yes, I know it does. <laughs> It, just, it sounded tra- really loud. I wasn't trying to pop it. It just pops like once or twice throughout the day.
0: Okay. Um. Now I'm <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. So, okay. So just so taking time away from you guys to to take care of myself or do something that makes me happy or improves my mental health, or whatever, allows me to be a better person and a better parent to you guys so that the time you do get with me is of higher quality.
1: Yeah. I would much rather spend one day with you where you can put all of your attention towards me, Ellie and Gavin and hanging out with us rather than like burst over a course of five days where you're tired, groggy and you don't want to do anything.
0: Or I'm in a bad headspace. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for the parents out there who are listening and you know recognize the importance of self-care but feel guilty about even taking five minutes to themselves because like you you mentioned before we started recording you were a little nervous about having this conversation because it's different for everyone yeah and you like to be very specific (laughs) and you like (laughs) your rigid rules and whatever but this is more of a universal thing whatever you do for self care. Maybe it's you, you lock yourself in the bathroom and listen to music for five minutes, or you have a cup of coffee in the morning or you read the newspaper, you watch your favorite show while your kid's taking a nap, like whatever it is that you do for yourself. It's important that you do it because it helps you to be a better person and a better parent to your kids.
1: Yeah. And so should,
0: should parents feel guilty about taking time away?
1: Absolutely not. Okay. All
0: right. All right. Do you have anything else you want to add about self-care that you think parents might want to might help them to maybe prioritize themselves? Um, you got a deer in the headlights look right now. He's like, I wasn't expecting that.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just trying to figure out what I could say. And if you don't have
0: anything to say, you can just say you don't have anything to say. No, it's I just important.
1: Yeah, I, it's. I don't really have anything.
0: All right, so. The lesson here, the takeaway from from this conversation is that it's important to, to take care of yourself as a parent. Not only because it helps you to be the best parent for your kids, uh, but this is not a sprint, right? Like this journey yeah. with your kids is a marathon and you have to be present for as long as possible. And the only way you can sustainably do that is to take care of yourself. And, you know, when we talked about like me not opening up to you guys and like modeling better, better ways of handling when you're in a bad place. If you are, if you are demonstrating to your kids that you're important enough to take care of yourself, that sends the message to your kids yeah. that they're important to take care of themselves. And so as they get older, it's not a foreign concept for them. And and I think we can take sort of that stigma out of it.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. I got uh, one final thing that Ooh, sort of okay. just wraps everything up. Just like Perfect. you wouldn't half-ass taking care of your kids, don't half-ass taking care of yourself. Okay,
0: and now we have to officially make this. Fine, we can cut that out. No, I'm kidding. I, you, that's fine. That's a great example of it. That's a good example. We'll just cut it out. We don't have to cut it yes, out. Yes, we're cutting it out. We don't have to cut yes, it, out. it out. Yes, we do. I, you, I have learned to really appreciate your um, unfiltered honesty. <laughs> so we'll leave it in. And you're right. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, You wouldn't half-ass taking care of your kids. So don't half-ass taking care of yourself. Right? Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. There we go. All right. So Emmett, thank you so much as always for sharing your thoughts and your opinions and helping, you know, not only myself, but but other parents who are listening to better navigate this crazy journey that we're on because it's not easy isn't easy and you are providing a voice that helps parents to better understand their own kids and uh make you know maybe more well-informed decisions or even just feel more confident in the decisions that they're making yeah so i appreciate your time man thank you i love you and i'm super proud of you
1: thank you you're welcome
0: all right before i let you go i just want to say thank you for taking the time to tune in today it means a lot to me i really appreciate it and, you know, I put a lot of time and energy into each one of these episodes because I want there to be a resource for you that wasn't available for me when I was going through this with my kids. And, you know, I, I want there to be a positive impact on your lives. I want you to be able to learn something and enjoy what you're hearing. So uh, thank you again. I really appreciate it. For more information, you can visit the You can subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye.